everybody, it's Will. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, every now and then, the podcast slash blog becomes this soap opera, like a novella, that just has intriguing characters and horrible situations, and everything seems dire, and, it, and then you realize it's real life, and you're just stunned at how screwed the situation is. But the one thing that the story of Ronaldo always hammered home with me is, it doesn't matter what your kid does, in the end, they're your kid. You know, I'm a parent, I get that one. I've always told my kids, I don't care if you rob a bank, just call me first so I can broker the deal to keep you off death row. You know, that's how I care about my kids. Ronaldo was just epic in the fact that he never lost faith in his son. And his son is just this god-awful beast, like a caricature of how over-the-top fucked up this guy is. That's why today's episode is a continuation of the Ronaldo saga called Time to Pay the Fiddler. sitting in my favorite Starbucks in the middle of Blondie and the study group. The Penguins want to play cards and have yet to say anything because, while they might be able to bully Blondie and the girls, I think they kind of hesitate at hassling a full-grown man with a goatee and a mustache who tends to look a little angry when he's concentrating. So it is an uncomfortable stalemate with just everyone glaring at me. God, it's good to be back. Normally, I would not give up my asshole seat for anything. Being right in the middle of a shitstorm is kind of my favorite place. There's a certain delight in pissing off several groups of people all at once just with my presence. If you check the archives, you're going to find a story about me taking Garrett, the homeless six-and-a-half-foot guy, to Noah's Bagels and having morning bagels and coffee out front with the regulars. And it was a nice visit with a really interesting guy who kind of stinks, but uh, and a beautiful shitstorm of discomfort from the regular old folks that usually take the front seats. But Ronaldo just came in. For those behind the curve, Ronaldo has an interesting situation. He bought a house about 50 years ago in a prime location, Manhattan Beach, California. 20 years ago, he remodeled it and made it into a serious mansion that he rents out to wealthy families as an income property. His son manages the property. Well, he kind of did until recently. Turns out the son was renting the house to himself under an assumed name, not paying rent, making underage porn films, possibly dabbling in the sex slave trade, running a meth lab, embezzling money from his own father. I mean, it's an amazing bit of cruel shit to pull on your, your parents. It caused Ronaldo to have chest pains for several days. We have to talk. So I slid sideways from the big table on one of the little rounds and waited. I caught Ronaldo's eye, and when he got his tea, I waved him over. Now, Ronaldo is one of those old guys from that generation that'll just relax and commiserate over his troubles with a, a friend over a drink. Nowadays, our drink is coffee, which is not made to relax you. Now, the good news is, Ronaldo views me as a familiar enough friend that he tells me his troubles. And there's some pretty fucked up troubles. Turns out that only two of the girls were underage. The ones making the porn films? I'm not sure. Somehow... This is viewed as a good thing. It's better. I'm not sure how, but whatever. They were all illegal or undocumented, which is bad. And it's being debated about whether they were forced to do drugs and make porn films. Now, the reason that I guess it's important that they were undocumented is there's some question that they were 
like kidnapped and brought here for this, which makes it even worse because then that, that hideous word slavery comes into it. Half the girls are saying they were forced and half were doing it because they were trying to pay off the you sneak me into the country and ruin my life fee. I mean, that's still coercion. Now, Ronaldo is sure that they're all lying and his son's going to be cleared. God, a father's love is golden. Personally, I would really appreciate it if karma would get off its ass for once and bring down some vicious biblical justice in this case. Ronaldo's son is the closest thing to Charles Manson I've seen in this generation. And yet, we are so jaded by this sort of thing, we just say, oh, how terrible, and move on. I've yet to see anything on this in the news. In other words, they ran the original story and there's no follow-up. That's kind of sad. Now, according to Ronaldo, his friends were running the meth lab and he didn't know. The whole situation is hard to fathom. Ronaldo seems like a fine man. Says the right things you expect to hear from a solid guy from his generation. And yet his son, based on all reports, is a fucking monster who deserves to be put down like a rabid dog. And with any luck, that'll happen in prison. I think in my last Ronaldo blog, I called for the hopeful prison rape of both Ronaldo's son and Karma. I do tend to rant, don't I? Well, why the hell not? The only thing you hear from our politicians is ranting about other politicians. It's never anybody's fault, it's always somebody else's. The economy, taxes, jobs, war, drugs, fiscal responsibility, immoral behavior. I mean, there's a lot of bad shit rolling right now. Me? I've decided to blame it on Ronaldo's son. All of it. Kind of a sacrificial lamb of this generation. Because no matter what happens, at the end of the day, somebody's got to pay the fiddler. I want to thank you so much for listening. And if you really enjoyed today's episode, do me a favor. Watch more episodes, listen to them. If you can subscribe through whatever podcast platform you're listening through, please do so. You can go to bittermac.com, B-I-T-T-E-R-M-A-C.com, and that's the home of the Caffeinated Humor blog. Or you can go to Amazon and search Caffeinated Humor. There's a series of books based on the podcast and blog. You're going to love them. Thank you so much, and have a great day. Great day.